95.9 KRFF Radio Free Fargo. I tell you what, if you ask me, there's no better place to be on Valentine's Day than Shooting Star Casino celebrating with the Romantics. And on the phone, we've got singer, songwriter, and one of the founding members, Mike Skill. Mike, how are you? Cheers. Greetings from Fargo. How are you doing, uh, Travis? Doing just fine. Well, a happy early Valentine's Day to you. Got anything special <laughs> planned? Uh, probably a dinner with my wife or something, uh, something like that. But I got to get out to see you guys and everything, so I'll what? be out there. I tell you what, we're looking forward to seeing you. It's been a little, a little, a little while since the Romantics have been in our neck of the woods. Uh, when was the last time do you you were here? Do you remember? We were in Fargo with Cheap Trick about um, it was last spring or, or the end of the summer uh, before that. Yeah. Well, we're due a romantic show. That's for for yeah. sure. And I and I gotta say, uh, you're quite brave for coming back to North Dakota during the middle of winter to do a show. But uh, <laughs> you know, you're not all that unfamiliar with the territory. You grew up in Detroit, so you know a little bit about the cold. Yeah, we we had our 16 and 17 and 20 inches of snow, whatever, <laughs> and blizzards, and that's what kept kept me in the house playing guitar. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, Valentine's Day, obviously, you're going to be at the Shooting Star Casino. Are you pretty good around the blackjack table? Is Mike secretly a uh, poker shark? Oh, um, you know, yeah, I do like when I get a chance. I, I'll, I might have fun, fun doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I like the characters around the casino, the characters of people around. I like looking, watching people and that kind of thing. So. Casinos are <laughs> fun for people watching. That's for yeah. sure. Well, yeah. I want to congratulate you and the guys because I understand this year you're celebrating 40 years of your self titled album, not your debut, right. but your self titled album, which obviously right. gave us what I like about you. Now, the great thing is I saw on social media not too long ago, you had a great story behind that song for those who haven't heard it would you mind sharing a little bit oh, about that well yeah um actually the song what i like about you didn't wasn't uh, didn't go into the hit territory it just went up to the middle of the charts and started falling off the charts so uh we started doing some other stuff to pump pump things up but um that was uh the band got together in 77 so it's 43 years uh, i think it is and uh uh, we were playing little clubs around Detroit, famous clubs, uh, Bookie's Club, and all these little places. Uh, this was after we got together, of course, a year or two. And um, we would always we would always go in the studio, I mean, for after high school, even before the band, me and the drummer, the drummer and I, uh, the original drummer, Jimmy, um, uh, we'd go into our little uh, rehearsal studio. We always had a rehearsal studio on the east side of Detroit. And we would always go there from about 4 or 5 o'clock. We'd stay there from about midnight. We'd go there every day. We were there even on Christmas Eve. I mean, I remember building ba- bass guitar cabinets and guitar cabinets and that kind of thing way back, way back. But um, this one rehearsal space we went into, uh, I came late. My mom drove me there. My car broke down. I didn't have a car. I was usually I was usually late getting there. I got there earlier than time. And um, Jimmy was there already, the drummer, original drummer. And um, I came in with an idea. I came up with at my dad's house, sitting on the picnic table in the day that, that afternoon and um uh came in and he was just messing around and uh, i said hey i think i got an idea for something he's i kind of gave him an idea the grooves he always laid down a groove i could always come up with something yeah. but uh i thought him this one groove and showed him the, the chords and uh it started out to be what i like about you he automatically became sing sing he automatically started singing something jibber jabber you know the other two guys weren't there yet we went over they met they said they were going to get a burger or something we met him over there and told him we had the song and uh it was 
pretty much almost completed. We had one more little part. Um, he started writing lyrics, and he wrote. Uh, he actually, he he never settled in on the lyrics. I think for quite a while. I mean, even until we recorded it two years later, he was still, you know, kind of, uh, writing different things. Uh, we had the one I like about you part. I always uh, liked the haze in early uh, Mitch Ryder. Uh, uh, there's a song called Latin Loopy Lou, Little Latin Loopy Lou. It's an old song. It had haze in it. Um, so I saw that haze would work in there and a little backup thing that I knew about. And uh, I mean, it was something that was just straight ahead. I always wanted to come up with something. We always came up with something uh, uh, with really simple and uh, three or four chords and uh, a really good melody. I tried to get really good melodies and choruses. We wanted people to go home after we played a show to be able to sing, you know, after a show, being able to remember choruses, the song titles, right. the melodies. So that was really important to us. And uh, the song reached uh, in the middle of the charts and it started falling off. Right. Uh, I think we were heading we were heading to Europe. I think we we're getting ready to head to Europe or Australia. I can't recall. Right. Uh, and uh, we started we started we we're going to start recording a new record. But uh, we were in uh, Los Angeles at the Whiskey Go Go, and uh, we had gotten this call from these guys in Holland that what I like about you was running up the charts, <laughs> and uh, they wanted to come come over and do a video. So they brought one camera and two guys. I mean, this is compared to what they do with videos now. One camera, a guy came over, we're playing the, whis the famous Whiskey A Go-Go where the doors played, everybody played. We wanted to have that, that appearance of like, uh, along the lines of a Hard Day's Night uh, Beatles uh, film, you know, where they're close-up close shots and black and white. We just kind of a vibe. Right. And uh, what they did, they shot it with one camera, close up, <laughs> far away, close up, far away, three takes, we're done, they took it, and that's, the rest is like kind of history, because it just took off on its own in Europe, that's uh, went, went number one in France, Holland, and Germany, I think we went it over to uh, Australia, it was number one in Australia, then um, we went in for a new album, which was kind of not a good decision on the matter as far as we should have continued to go to Europe, because we still haven't really conquered anything in Europe, I mean, after all these years right. we've uh, we've been there uh you know we've been to france germany and spain and japan but i really like to be able to do it going to do festivals and that kind of thing but right anyway we'll let, see how that works out let me ask you uh obviously it's a timeless song i mean here we are 40 years later and we're still talking about this song everybody knows it everybody knows who it's from yeah. in your opinion what makes a song timeless well it should have i think it should have some roots to it it has to come from somewhere that's uh an experience an experience behind it uh i think we had our experience was uh early early mc5 uh motor city five out of detroit they were kind of a revolutionary hard rock band uh exploding around in the mid 60s when we were kids and iggy the, iggy, the psychedelic stooges with iggy pop and a number of other bands the frost uh src and and so on and so on bob seeger but uh, it was a bur uh, there was a huge huge uh, growth of uh bands and, and they were all like straight ahead simple chuck, uh, rock and rock and roll all, uh mc5 had like chuck chuck berry feel again stooges uh, was a was a way out version of the doors without the keyboards you know yeah so you have to have your roots sure. and um and 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 then have the idea the inspiration a lot of times i'll just sit down and whatever i pick up the guitar and just start playing something is that i'm not even thinking and it it, it usually turns into something it can turn into something <laughs> it usually does right. and even if i'm even if i play it backwards or the mistakes the mistakes have a lot to do with it too mistakes sure. you keep your mistakes 
sometimes you can be in one part of the house and you hear a song and it sounds and it's you don't know the song and you hear it it's backward it sounds backwards right and those those yeah and when you get to it it's, it sounds right but right. <laughs> when you hear backwards you can use that kind of thing there's all kind of ways right let me ask you obviously you know uh we're celebrating 40 years of that that iconic album that iconic song yep. what would the mike skill of today want to tell mike skill of 40 years ago as the band was getting ready to take off with this song <laughs> Oh, geez. Uh, man, I, I still pretty much write the same way, and I still have the same attitude on stage. The band's really still straight ahead and raw. Um, even though when we were produced, they kind of popped it up. It was a little bit lighter way. Uh, but, the, but the production was so good that it's lasted long. I think the production had a lot to do with them. How, what would I tell myself? I don't know. Um, everything's been pretty cool. Um, I think just slow down and... Uh, I don't know. Actually, just listen a little bit more to people. But, uh, you know, I had my way back then that I was really pretty raw and bullheaded and uh, <laughs> wanted to have fun, wanted to have fun, and I wanted to, wanted to do things my way. And I'm a bit different than that now. I'm not, sure. Uh, I want to ask you, uh, too, you know, it seemed like about 20 years after that song launched and it hit, rock and roll was kind of dying out a little bit. But then around 2000, we saw rock make a little bit of a resurgence, and in my mind it was with bands that were a spitting image of the romantics now we're talking about bands oh, yeah. like the hives the strokes yep. the vines how did you feel seeing that new wave of the romantic sound coming in at that time yeah i think it's still there i mean i can uh i go on um i'll go on youtube and i'll, I'll search out bands coming up there's a real uh there is a surge of pop, kind of a pop thing. It might be a little uh, with a punk with a punk edge on it, or it might be uh, a little rooty. Uh, but uh, I think that's always going to be there. That's always always going to be there, and uh, um, it's good to have those little twists, like uh, like uh, the Black Keys and all those have those little twists, and uh, Jack White having their songs. It stays. It goes down a pop road, and then it veers off to an alley. <laughs> right. And uh, you know, you know it, it, that's that's the good thing about it. that's the art of it to take it in your own direction. But I. Uh, I laud all those groups. I mean, um, we enjoyed those groups, and, and uh, some of us have worked with some of them and uh, cool. that kind of thing. So um, it's all good. They heard about the same thing we lived, you know, when we were living through the uh, as kids in, in the 60s with the MC5, you know, and all that. So I they was, know. I'm glad you just brought up MC5 because Valentine's Day actually marks another memorable moment for you, a special occasion for the band. You guys actually played your first show opening up with the legendary MC5 yeah. at the uh, the My Fair Lady Club there in Detroit. Now, obviously, MC, right. MC5 was up for uh, nomination into the Rock Hall this year, did not get it, hopefully yep. next year. But in your opinion, do you feel that the Romantics have made a contribution that also deserves them the right to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame soon? Well, that's not for me to decide, but... Uh I guess it would be uh, it would be a recognition of what we put what we've done for over time. I mean, there's a lot of politics involved with that whole thing, right. which uh, it can go you can go one way or another with it. And uh, it, but if you look at it just as a recognition thing, um, uh, I would I, myself I would I would it'd be great to have a, a Hall of Fame that is just straight ahead all bands. Right. <laughs> I agree. Who knows? One day I don't know. It could happen, and may not. But MC Five totally deserved to be in there. They were so radical, though, at the time. Right. I mean, you don't see that now, and you don't. A lot, a lot of folks don't. Kids don't know that, but they were real a threat. <laughs> they were kind of a threat to the government, a threat, threat <laughs> at the time because of uh, all the incisive, uh, incendiary uh, politics uh, of the time. You're talking Vietnam and all that stuff. So right now, let me yeah. ask you: If the Romantics were a brand new band today. 
knowing how much the business has changed over the last 40, 45 years, uh, what would you do differently to oh, get your listeners yeah. and get your fans? It's changed since last year. <laughs> it's changing <laughs> it really every has. year. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a good thing. I mean, there's so many avenues now. Um, you're spending your own money on promotion, and you're still spending your own money on, on putting it all together. So now, but you're reaping the benefits if you get to the uh, get to the outlets that you can. Like the thing I ju- I'm just putting out, uh, my skill, I have a 60-step uh, diet is one of the uh, offshoots of uh, I'm doing with my music. Um, and I have a single coming out, uh, Not My Business is coming out or it's out it's out right now oh, on all the outlets all the outlets yeah and uh, a song called 67 riot was uh it's about the uh, 60s we lived through and uh and also a riot of the mind and when all the music was changing all the uh every everything that affects uh philosophies and arts and and uh, uh was, was changing at the time music art and politics at the time was uh songs that meant something songs that had lyrics that had meaning and uh and art was going crazy too as well but uh yeah it's just, i had the 67 riots uh, thing coming out and uh that's what i've been working with on the side romantics hopefully i can get something out on that without Fantastic. With, with us with us our thing and get together with the guys and uh Get, get a, at least an uh, EP but yeah cool. there's so many avenues there's so many avenues now, uh, to put stuff out it's, it's a lot more work um, but uh, yeah well we're going to get Very, into your brand one brand new one here in just a few minutes before I do that oh, I yeah. do have one final fun question for you here if you don't mind Mike I'm going to need your help on this one I've got Miss oh. North Dakota Swimsuit International in the studio with me here she's oh, our, yeah. our guest co-host today with it being Valentine's Day tomorrow which romantic song should I play to woo Miss North Dakota Swimsuit International <laughs> Stephanie over here? Uh, first, you have to realize if she wants to be wooed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. Um, what I like about you is pretty good. Uh, I was going to say Till I See You Again. Uh, Rich Cole sings it on the second album, National Breakout Romantics. Ooh, love That's it. a really good song. Mike, I appreciate your time. This has been such a fun chat. We look forward to seeing the romantics at Shooting Star Casino. Valentine's Day, it's going to be a blast. The best way to, to yeah. ring in the, the special day. We appreciate it. Where can we find you and the romantics on social media? Uh, I've got I've got stuff on, uh, well, of course, Facebook, Spotify, and all, all the other ones. Uh, everything's coming out on radio everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, Amazon. That's my stuff. Uh, Mike Skill, um, new single, uh, not my, uh, not my business, and Romantics are everywhere too. We can't wait to come play. 